buying and selling real estate, it can be a tough business to navigate. Sounds like you need some friends in the know. For instance, two longtime Twin Ports real estate professionals who know the ins and outs of the market. This is the Twin Ports Real Estate Show on 610 and FM 103.9 KDAM. Hey, good afternoon and welcome to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronding and Gary Callagher here on your Saturday afternoon. Mr. Callagher, how are you doing today? Jim, we're doing so good up here. Um, we're waiting. We're awaiting a big potential snowstorm, and I just couldn't be happier with what's going on up here with the weather. We've had quite a bit of snow here in the past week, and uh, uh, all the winter activities are uh, well underway. And waiting the cold weather, maybe the the area's first blizzard that we're going to have uh, this uh, winter season, and uh, I'm just so happy about it all. <laughs> well, all right. I kind of, I, I'm not sure if I hear any, any, uh, I think that's, I think that's false. Um, I want to know my question on that is, um, do you have enough gas for your snowblower? Oh yeah, we have enough gas. We are, uh, well stocked. And also, uh, if this storm is as bad as they say it could be, um, I have my generator ready to roll. So nice. When is it supposed to hit? I think starting sometime early next week, maybe Tuesday, right in there. Wow. So we're uh, looking forward. I got uh, it. All right. Well, is it just going to hit the Twin Ports, or is this one going to hit the cities, too? Because I know the cities has gotten some, um, uh, some snow that the Twin Ports hasn't. I think so. I think it might be rain. You know, there might be some rain associated with the sub as you get a little bit more south. But uh, um, it's uh, um, sounds like it's going to be uh, one way or another. It's going to be kind of a snowy event. So um, uh, we're looking at there. And, and, and a lot of this, you know, we've had a lot of snow in this last week. And I don't know about you, but and I know that your market obviously has slowed down there when it comes to real estate because of Hurricane Ian. But this has been a, a noticeable slowdown here that, that we've had up in the Twin Ports. I still think there's activity, and I, I, I actually was involved in an offer situation recently uh, where, you know, this is a, a really good priced house. I think it was like 165 right in right. there. Yeah. And uh, the, my buyer put an offer in on it, and there ended up being 10 offers on this house. So I still think we have a overall, we have a very good, strong market up here. But the activity levels have really slowed down. Uh, the uh, the listing, new listings that are coming into the marketplace has really slowed down, and uh, I think that's consistent with the seasonal slowdown. I mean, my goodness, we're a couple of weeks away from the Christmas, uh, New Year's holiday season that we that we have, and so I think that some of this is certainly seasonal, but um, noticeable slowdown uh, up here in the Twin Ports. Uh, when it comes to activity, I mean, no calls, nothing like right. that. I know I'm I'm very slow right now. So, uh, well, I think it's I think it's amazing that you had, you know you, you you had an offer um, that was one of ten. You know, yeah. Um, I mean, that is just uh, that's that's pretty good. Um, and uh, the market's still there. The market is still there, um, and that can probably throw us right into the interest rate talk, right? Um, yeah, I know. I know there's a lot of stuff to talk about today, Jim. I know we're going to talk about the interest rates. Uh, 
I was able to go into one of these, uh, uh, those London Road townhomes. And I'd like to talk a little bit about that as well. Taxes, the city of Duluth is going to be, uh, they want to raise tax. They're going to raise taxes and everybody else wants to raise taxes or jumping on this thing. So we want to talk about there and, uh, uh, it's a lot of stuff to talk about and uh, get going. But yeah, the mortgage interest rates. Now you and I were talking, uh, you know, before we started here and, uh, we had a, you know, you're down in Florida. I'm up here in the Twin Ports. And uh, you said to me that, you know, I have the interest rate up here on my screen. It's, you know, 5.99. And I said, oh, man. I said, I'm up here on my screen and it's 5.875. And this is for a 30-year conventional mortgage. Right. Same here. Yeah. And, and so, and you and these rates are current, folks. So, yeah. you know, but it, it in some cases it does matter where you live and what parts of the country bait and you know as to what type of an interest rate you're going to get and you mentioned that it's kind of like gas prices right you know and and so you have a higher interest rate mortgage interest rate on these conventional uh loans than we do up here and why do you think that is you know um i'm not quite sure um you know i think that it's probably because of regional competition um that's what i would think you know they always check what the other guy is doing or what the other company is doing um so that, that's kind of my guess uh but you know it and, and it, like gas prices i mean they just had on the on the news yesterday morning friday morning um that gas prices were down and they gave three examples um in texas it was like two dollars and 48 cents or something in California, it was four dollars and fifteen cents, and I think in Hawaii it was like five fifty. So, I mean, we can understand the Hawaii thing, but wow, the California difference between California and Texas was crazy. Um, now that that might have to do more with um, state taxes per gallon than anything, but yeah, there there are regional differences uh, in interest rates for sure. Yes, there are. And some of it, some of it, Jim, is just what you said. It's, it's competition. Um, but believe this or not, um, uh, there are some regulations that vary state to state when it comes to mortgage lenders yep. as what they require of mortgage lenders. And one of them is there may be uh, regulations that require uh, mortgage lenders to have, say, for example, a brick and mortar office. It can't just be online where obviously there's, it's a lot less overhead if you're running um, a mortgage uh, lending business online versus, you know, having to go to a, uh, an actual brick and mortar office place. And so some of these states have to charge higher interest rates because of those types of regulations and they do vary on state to state, you know, and and so that is, uh, uh, that's interesting. And that's why it's important to shop. You know, for people to shop at whatever locale that they're in, uh, because there are going to be varying degrees of these interest rates, um, you know, depending on where you live. Exactly. Other real estate news, Jim, there's uh, obviously some predictions that are coming out, but I think some of the bigger news, and this is on a national scene, are some of these real estate brokerage companies that have started up over the last several years and what has happened, how they grew they just like exploded out of the gates and what is happening to them uh, now. And I think some of the bigger ones are uh, Compass 
uh, uh, Redfin. I mean, these these broker, national brokerage companies that um, uh, you know are are out there are are starting to plummet in terms of their value in the marketplace, and um, it's becoming kind of a big um, uh, point across the country. And there are a lot of of a small independent brokers that are starting to have very big opinions about some of these uh, national brokerages that have come up and they've, they've uh, exploded and now they're starting to, to uh, implode. Right. And one of the bigger, bigger ones across the country is the Southern California luxury real estate broker uh, called Opperheim, Opperheim group, Jason Opperheim. He's on TV. The, right. You know, one of these, one of these bigger things. And he's, he, he had, bought into uh, this Compass real estate brokerage. He was never a Compass real estate agent, but he bought into it, bought the stock, and then he had, uh, um, uh, you know, sold it all because he felt it was a bad business model and and uh, sold it at the peak of the marketplace. And now uh, the stocks of these companies have really started to go down. And so... Um, it's interesting to see that these how these business bottles come in in these in these good markets, and we've seen this over the years, Jim, where these startup companies explode and they take off because they offer you know agents these these splits or these you know compensation models that are just not sustainable uh, over time because it, it costs money to run brokerages, right? And, and that's the bottom line. If you're not if, if you're not a profitable company, how can you expect to sustain yourself long term? And that's well, what happens is is they some of these agents just see it like, oh, you know, geez, the splits on these brokerage companies are so good. You know, we're going to go over there. You know, but but what do they offer? How do they support agents? What type of tools do they have uh, for agents to offer? And and so seeing some of these companies start to uh, uh, you know go under, I think is um, it's just a another indicator to me that long term if you don't have a solid business model you know you can come a lot of these companies are going to come and go and and up and down in the, in the world of of business and uh, i think we're starting to see the follow-up from that because of the, the market correction that we're having well and i think the the other thing too is that a lot of these a lot of these real estate companies you're talking about um hit the stock market and before they hit the stock market, they pumped up their agent rosters. They bought out agents. They paid agents to come and work for them. They they gave them, you know, hundred percent commission with no expenses. They gave them. I mean, they were buying other brokerages um, and, and paying them a handsome fee to, to absorb their agent base. And then, boom, they hit the stock market. Um, their valuation is so high it didn't matter at the time um, and it's just so typical of, of how some of these companies operate uh, that stock market game you know um, they're able to um, you know pump these numbers up they, they get their they get their initial offering and they and they start out like crazy high um, yeah it's no it's no surprise to me that there's going to be some imploding because those models, to me, I, I never understood how you could make that work. You know, how can you pay, you know, how can you pay a franchise holder or somebody that their end of their franchise is up? How can you pay them, you know, five hundred thousand dollars to bring over their, 
you know, their, their hundred agents and make that work. I, I, I had a hard time understanding that, and I, and I think it was just to pump up the stock initial value. I think you're absolutely right, and I think another indicator of this is the Coldwell Banker brand. And Coldwell Banker recently restructured their leadership from you know the top down, and they uh, they did it simply because of the stock price. Right. And there was a gentleman that had been running uh, the Coldwell Banker brand, uh, Ryan. Goldman, I believe, was his name, and he had done a lot of, of good stuff to over the last three years. But this guy was the CEO of Coldwell Banker for three years, and you know went through a lot of, of uh, turmoil and turbulence with the with the COVID and 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 uh, directing the company through that, the rebranding of, of that uh, uh, that brand, and uh, he's gone, he's out. Yeah. I mean, he's not out, but they shifted him into a new role, and he's no longer the leadership. And it really comes down to the, the uh, what they what they said was the stock price, the falling stock price, because because Cobalt Banker is owned by another company called Anywhere, right. which owns several other real estate brands, and so uh, you, you know these these conglomerates that own these multiple uh, real estate brands, <laughs> they have very little tolerance for failure and when your stock prices go down it's a big thing and so yeah. they're that's what they're doing and uh, uh and you're starting to see this shakeout in the industry that that uh, you know because of the the market pullback and the market correction all right all right gary we're up against a break we got to come back we got to talk about this a little bit more i've got another interesting story about another startup company that's in a little bit of trouble folks you're tuned into the twin ports real estate show and we will be right back Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Rond and Gary Callagher here. Um, listen, if you want to get a hold of me in Florida, my number down here is 218-348-7653. And Mr. Callagher, why don't you give out your digits? Up here in the Twin Ports, I'm at 218-390-0615, licensed in both Minnesota and Wisconsin. Uh, still have a need if um, people are thinking about selling some multifamily properties. It could be triplexes, fourplexes, apartment buildings, what have you. I uh, definitely have some people that are looking for those types of properties. So 218-390-0615. All right. So we were talking about real estate companies and the valuations. I thought the Coldwell Banker story that you mentioned um, last, uh, last, last segment was very, very interesting. Um, I think the owners of these companies probably know very little about real estate itself, but they sure know how to manipulate the stocks and what the stock market looks at. So it's very interesting. Gary, do you want to hear about a kind of a, this is one of the strangest um, lawsuits I've ever heard. Um, oh, sure. It's a, it, and I don't know if you've heard this or not. It's a company called MV Realty, which I'm assuming stands for Move. No. Never heard. Okay, all right. Listen to this. It says Florida is the first state to sue MV Realty over forty-year homeowner contracts. Can you imagine that? I mean, that headline caught me, and I went, "Oh my, what is this?" And I clicked on it. This company, and they're in they're in Florida. They have five hundred agents. They they're in other states too. I have never heard of them. They're not in our area. Um. <laughs> They were offering impoverished homeowners cash 
in exchange for a 40-year contract to list their home. And in order to secure that, they were placing a lien on the property to secure their 3% commission no matter when it sells over the next 40 years. That sounds so illegal, it's insane, doesn't it? That is... I'm not sure I'm quite grasping this. Right. You might have to read, to read this to twice. me again because it, it, it to, sounds okay. so pretty awkward. You've got, you've got homeowners who are underwater. Or they, they say they call them impoverished. Some, they need money, right? And right. this company will lend them money, actually give them money. It'll give them money, and it says from three hundred to $5,000, depending on the value of your home, in cash, up front for signing a deal in which they agree that if they decide to sell their home anytime in the next 40 years, they will list it with MV Realty as a transaction broker. And they, they had it in there too um, that it was intergenerational. So if, if, if mom and dad died and the kids inherited the property, this was a lien on the property that no matter who sold the house, they would owe them, they would owe this MV Realty 3% of the sales commission because of the loan that they gave. And wow. No kidding, right? I mean, let's, let's all bring our, our, um, our um, real estate industry uh, and our respect in in the world of the average consumer let's bring it a lot lower right away and um this is it 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 is against the law um you know you were talking about you were being licensed in wisconsin and minnesota i've just been doing my florida continuing education you know it's coming up due here by the uh well actually it's not due till march And, and i just happened to have one of these classes where I know this is this is against the law, so I'm like, how could they how could they file a lien when the state of Florida says that no real estate you can't file a lien, and it's the same in Minnesota and Wisconsin. In a real residential real estate situation, you can't file a lien against a property for the payment of your commission. You can do it in commercial. Um, I, I I know in the state of Wisconsin anyway, and I think in Minnesota. But you have to have them sign an acknowledgement that you're going to put a lien on the property just to make sure that you get paid. So most brokers don't do that. They don't. I don't want to go to somebody and say, "Well, here I'm. I want to. I want to. I want you to accept that I'm going to file a lien on your property just in case you don't pay me." They're going to go list with somebody else. That's what I've always thought. This company is crazy. It's it's insane, and they're saying it's not a lien. Right, they're calling it um, a memorandum. So it's not there's a, there's a memorandum that you can file against a property, and it's not a lien. But yet, what it does, it stops people from being able to refinance their home. Um, it's a cloud on the title. So even though it's a memorandum, you know, title companies, if you sell your house. You don't list it with this MV Realty. If that memorandum is there as a cloud on the title, you're going to have to pay it off before you're going to be able to close on your property. I mean, you and I both know this. And the state of Florida is saying, yeah, 
you know, we we know, okay, technically it might not be a lien, but it is a lien. You know, and so they're going after him pretty hard. There are other states apparently that were that were contemplating this. And um but now now they are they are definitely going going on it. And the other thing is is you can't have a listing for forty years. And they're saying, well, it's not a listing, it's an understanding. I mean, it's crazy. I can't believe and they've got 500 agents. I cannot believe that they tried this and that they're doing it. Well, I think it's just the age-old thing. You know, in desperate times, you know, when people are strapped for money, finances, with the way that things are right now, especially in, in our country, it's it's um, uh, the cost of everything has just exploded and it's staggering. And, and people just simply can't make ends meet anymore. I mean, they're, right. they're we're just at that point. And I think you get to the point where, you know, when people get, I don't want to say desperate, but like they get to the point of like, I, what am I supposed to do? I need money. They do things like this. Yeah. And, and, and we've seen that with, with the advent of, of the, the uh, cash for, you know, we can't, you know, we'll pay cash for your home. Uh, the, the Zillow buying your house out there, the I buyer, all that type of stuff. And, and, you know, people take big discounts, for selling their home because of their situation. And, right. and so it's, it's unfortunate that, that, that people have to, to be in these situations, but they are. And it's also unfortunate that you have companies that prey on this. And well, they and also, so, I think, they yeah, all you know, and, and so, yeah, it's just, I think it's, it's just one of the, those things that with the, uh, uh, the state of, of that we live in right now. And uh, I mean, not the state, the actual state, but but the state of, of the way things are. And, I mean, you got to believe that they're doing things and they have some type of legal advice, but sometimes they do this and it takes a while for the regulators to catch up with them. And by that time, they've done so much business that, you know, what are you supposed to do, you know? And, right. And, um, and so, yeah. You Just know, sad. and the other thing is, is that they're, you know – a 40-year term is insane. And then for them to just, just because they wrote it, you know, um, that it's intergenerational. So if they happen to die, then then it doesn't, it's not automatically exonerated or anything. I mean, it's insane. It's insane. And the um, the state of Florida, they're, they're, they're probably going to go after them for, for money, but they are trying to make this contract illegal all across the board and to remove it from all of these affected titles. Um, you know, and these people, so it says three hundred dollars to $5,000 dependent on your value of your home. Can you imagine if you have a house for $100,000, that's probably the $300. And... You know, when they interviewed a lot of these people, they said, I didn't understand it. It meant that, you know, and, you know, I guess ignorance is ignorance. But um, the way that these things are written and, and, you know, everybody just checks the agree to the terms and, and conditions online. If they're going to get a check for three hundred dollars, a lot of them will probably just sign it. So it's a sad thing. And I'm glad that the state of Florida is going after them. Um, and uh, let's hope that other states, and, and I think they're in the South, mostly this MV Realty. I ho let's hope that other states take up the take up the, the same thing. Jim, uh, go, jumping back a little bit to the mortgage interest rates, I know you, we talked a little bit about them being different different in different states, but uh, just to let everybody know that 
up here in the Twin Ports, your 30-year conventional uh, term is at 5.875. Your 30-year FHA term is at 6.625. And your 30-year VA term is at 6.125. Now, when it comes to the conventional, Jim, uh, at 5.875, a couple weeks ago, you and I were talking about a couple of of, uh, houses that I sold where the buyers had to pay 7.5% interest. And so, you know, one of them was a high dollar house. And I've been just calculating some of the differences here. And with the difference of, uh, of uh, 1.625% in an actual interest rate on a $500,000 loan, that equates to uh, $677 more on your principal and interest payment monthly. Yeah. Or over $8,000 a year. Yeah. And so... You know, these folks, they can't refinance right away, but my goodness, (laughs) as soon as they can, they have to. This is a massive savings. I mean, when when you're talking $8,000, and and they they intend on staying in this house a long time. You know, you start adding up $8,000 a year over 10 years, that's a significant amount of money. And then you term it out over 15 years or whatever, you get the point here. And uh, and very similar on a on a lesser amount on a on a mortgage amount of two hundred and twenty thousand um, dollars, it's it's an, a difference from today's interest rate versus the seven and a half percent interest rate of two hundred ninety eight dollars a month, and so that's a savings of uh, almost thirty six hundred dollars a year, and so there there are differences in the amounts, but they're still significant when you come to your pocketbook. And so being able to refinance out of these, I think, is is going to be uh, allow significant savings. Um, But the fact that they can't refinance until we get into late spring, um, you know, hopefully these rates will will stabilize and and stay in these these uh, uh, these five to six percent range. Uh, But we certainly are going to see the mortgage refinance industry really come back here because uh over the last several months with these interest rates over seven percent people are going to want to refinance out of those mortgages very quickly very quickly well and And so yeah you know what you know what else was interesting is when when the interest rates took such a sudden and significant jump um at our office there there's 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 some fresher realtors you know not everybody has 30 years in this deal um so they're like, oh, that's not going to affect us. These people don't care what interest rates they pay. They don't care. They just they just want to buy these houses. These these young Americans just want to buy the house. And I'm like, but you don't get it. They're not going to be able to get the mortgage, <laughs> you know. But I couldn't believe how many people were in denial down here about this is going to impact our market. Um, I wish the hurricane wouldn't have hit us for several reasons. But that's one of them. I wish the hurricane wouldn't have hit us and, and impacted our, our real estate market down here just so that these people could see how, how quickly it changed. And proof of that is in other parts of Florida where, you know, year over year values are, are going to be down by, um, I think they're going to, they're, they're, they're predicting now we're going to be down by like 13 or 14 percent. So it's it's making a real impact. And even though the interest rates have have you know lowered a little bit it's still making a very real impact on the value of of these homes down here in the south 
So, um, well, I think it's 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 and it's pricing people out of the market. There's just that's what's that ha- yeah, that's what I meant. No longer yeah. buy a house. Yeah, they, so I mean, they that's can't. going to lead to less activity, and uh, right, uh, you know, that's one of the big predictions that are coming up for 2023, Jim. Is as you mentioned, 13 to 40 percent reduction in values. They're saying across nationally that we're going to be seeing a 20 percent reduction right. in values. So uh, I'm talking about immediate, though. I mean, they're they're saying that this is going to happen. You know, right now, this is what this is what the impact is going to be. Even and this is, you know, it, it's hard to judge the numbers month over month over month. You got to kind of see where it settles in, like after a quarter or something. And I know we've been there, but it, it the culture or the the shock of it all has to kind of set in too. You know, so I mean, it, it's it's very interesting. I think you're right. I think we could have a twenty percent correction, and if we did, Gary, a twenty percent correction. After a you know a forty percent gain, um, that's still a pretty good pretty good uh, year over year um, five year average. That's pretty nice of appreciation. Well, I, I, there's no question that real estate an investment in real estate is still a very good oh, it is, investment. Yeah. I mean, there's no yep. question about it. But I think the historic levels that we've seen the um, with the people buying the the low interest rates and the uh, the uh, the rush to to become a homeowner over the last three years certainly has been unprecedented, uh, but but the levels I think are certainly going to cool off. But I don't think that means that we're going into any type of a recession. I think we're probably going to have some uh, headwinds here over the next year or two. But I still right. think we're going to be healthy, a very healthy uh, real estate economy across the country, especially here locally up in the Twin Ports. All right, Gary, we're at another break already. So, folks, you're tuned into the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. Hang in there. Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ron and Gary Callagher here. You want to reach me in Florida about anything real estate related, my number is 218-348-7653. And Mr. Callagher... I'm at 218-390-0615 up here in the Twin Ports. All right. So let's talk about uh, your recent foray into one of the newest developments in the Twin Ports. I want to hear all about this place. Yeah, it was really great. And it was really um, unexpected and kind of just happened off the cuff. And I was out walking uh, uh, Lake Walk, London Road area. And, uh, you know, that new development there between 36th and basically 39th Avenue East on the upper side of London Road, you know, been watching that go up over the last few years and uh, uh, a couple of the newer uh, townhomes and these are twins, you know, what I call twins. Right. Uh, I was walking by there and there was a, 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 a lady out there had her dog out there and uh, I was there and I'm like, Oh my God, did I do this? And I, I just, uh, I, I, there was so much traffic. I was trying to cross the road and uh, uh, I, she starts walking away and, and there was a the traffic and I'm running and I said, I just yelled, I said, Hey, Oh boy! And uh, um, I'm thinking to myself, this is not cool. You shouldn't be doing this. And uh, um, and she stops and she comes over and and uh, I explained to her, you know, who I was and about the real estate show. And I was curious about, uh, you know, them because th- these are one of the newer ones. I think they just put, took possession of this right. midsummer and uh, uh, and asked her, 
as as a resident there how she liked it you know what she thought of it and she was extremely accommodating and she actually invited me in if i wanted nice. to come and look at it her and her husband were there and and uh i'm you know i'm in my sunglasses i'm in my my walk i'm a little bit rough and everything so i just said well i you know if you want to let me in i'll gladly go in there and and uh, uh so she she allowed me to go inside and uh uh it was such a treat to be able to go in there and you'll walk into these the, the lower level and uh uh, you know, you, that's the garage level, and it's uh, uh, obviously an attached garage. But but these, this is one dwelling with two units in it. They're like townhome style, right? And uh, and so on this very low level, you have the the garage access, and there's a, a room down there that that they had as a workout room, but um, uh, could certainly be a bedroom. I mean, it had a proper egress window in there. Then they had the mechanical room where they had all the furnace and 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 hot water heater and air exchange, those types of things. And uh, uh, and then you go up, and they've got these big, beautiful wooden stairs that, that are just so uh, attractive when you go up these stairs, and they're kind of see-through and uh, very heavy. And, and the quality of this unit, Jim, was really what kept getting me. I mean, I was you grabbed one of the railings, and it was like, oh, this is really solid. You know, you right. can really feel this thing. And you get up to the main level where these windows overlook London Road, and uh, – just so impressive. And these aren't big units. They're very small. They're, I wouldn't say small, but they're very efficient. And they're very uh, geared, I think, towards a convenient lifestyle for people that are downsizing and they're, you know, they're, they're empty nesters type of a thing. And uh, what, do you think uh, the uh, square footage is like, what, 1,400 or bigger than that? I think, or Yeah, I think, I, I don't know what the actual square footage is. Including the maybe lower level? 16, 1,800, maybe, okay. you know, uh, right up in there. Um, but, um, uh, very nice materials. They have a, a living room overlooking London Road with the open floor plan, kitchen, uh, a little uh, bath off that main level, and then you go up to the uh, the third level, which where the bedrooms are. But the big thing with these some of these newer units, they have this third level, like uh, uh, you know this lookout. They have this little uh, bump out on on the very top of the roof level. Really? And I've always wondered, like, what are those, you know, what are those like? And she invited me up there. And so we went up to this third level. They they have a hot tub out on their roof. They've got this area where they've got their television, and they they sit up there, and, and they just hang out. And it, you you can see the lake a little bit, but it, it's not obviously an open view there. But it is just an amazing product, these units. Uh, and I'm a big fan of this these developments, and, and I've watched this go up over the years. And so to be able to get inside of one of these and, uh, you know, look at what the finished product was, I was just so, uh, so thankful and grateful that they allowed me to go in there and, and uh, was very impressed with, with what it was. And uh, the developer of this stuff is a real estate family, Ted Stocky. Stocky family's been in, in the real estate industry for decades up here in this market. Uh, and so to see how this thing, obviously there's a lot of construction still going on. So these people are basically living in a construction zone with the new units that are being built. But I think over the next couple of years, you'll start really start to see this thing uh, get well underway. And, uh, and I believe there's, there's a, 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 a London road is going to be redone. There's going to be a massive reconstruction project uh, on London road starting in 2025. So I hope that that, that, uh, development is done by then uh you know so so they can get all the uh, landscaping done the roadway in and all that type of stuff and so when when london road is done because they're going to put sidewalks up on that upper level of of london road but a real treat uh just say thank you to the people that that allowed me to go in and uh, uh uh very very nice units well i have one question 
Um, so when you're in there, did you notice the traffic noise? Well, I did ask them that because, you know, when, when they're sleeping, I asked the lady this and, 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 uh, she, she kind of indicated sleep living by a train, you know, you kind of get used to it, you know? Okay. And, uh, you know, you're, you're not going to have, I mean, the early mornings on London Road, the late afternoon, Sunday afternoons on seasonal type stuff, uh, can be, can be, there's a lot of traffic, but I will say this while I was in there and I definitely focused on it for the time that I was in there a little bit. I didn't notice it. Yeah. I didn't notice the traffic. Now I'm not sitting in there in the still of night, you know, in the, in the, you know, where there's nothing going on where, where you can focus on it, but it wasn't something that I felt, you know, I, wow, I really noticed that traffic, you know? And, uh, well, and I, you uh, know, that, re- that reminds me of, you know, the Island view townhomes over in superior, which are right off of East second street there. Um, yes. Which yes. is, which is basically two and 53 out of, out of Duluth and superior. Um, when you're inside it, you, you could, you could faintly hear them, the, 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 the cars and the trucks and things going by. And I remember having so many people in there and they go, wow, it's really not, it's really not noisy at all in here. And then they have, they have sliding glass doors that lead out kind of over the street and they open that up and then the noise just blares, you know? So that was the shock value after after the shock value of no noise of well when we're out here have cooking you know or or, or we're gonna have um, you know dinner outside it's gonna be quite noisy. I imagine that that um, if they have the windows open there on those places on London Road, it's gonna be a little noisy as well. Oh, I can imagine it it, it will be, but uh, again, it wasn't something that like I said was overly noticeable to me. Right. So um, definitely. Um, uh, and I would have noticed something like that, so it wasn't wasn't too yeah. noticeable. Well, and it's amazing. I mean, you know, some of the some of the older houses that were built on some of these busier highways, you could you could tell the ones that were built well just as soon as you got in them because you could either hear all the traffic noise or you couldn't. And it's amazing, you know, houses that are built in the twenties and the teens and stuff. A lot of them they 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 were able to build those pretty tight as far as sound goes as well. So. Jim, they have these units listed as square footage over three thousand square feet. Oh. so they're much bigger than than right. than you think, and uh, uh, that's a pretty good size unit. That's quite a bit of square footage. That is and a lot. It's, it's yeah. ver- the vertically stacked, you know, so the vertical square footage definitely has. But that's not a, that's not a small type of a property. No, it's not. It's not. But it, it seemed like it was very comfortable um, as well. Definitely very comfortable, very efficient, very. Uh, very impressive with, with, with that development, what they've got going on there. And, and with the fact that these things are selling and for the prices that they're selling for, Jeff, uh, you know, some of these are over $600,000. Uh, that indicates to me that they're going to uh, sell all of these and uh, that's going to be a pretty cool development once it all gets finished up. Right. Gary, do you remember when a half a million dollars sounded like an enormous amount of money? Couldn't have imagined it when we got in real estate. No. I think back in you know thirty years ago, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars staggering amount. I remember I um I, when I first started in real estate in nineteen eighty six, my boss listed the first house in Superior that was over a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, times a change. So, all right. Well, I, let's hope that the interest rates are going to uh, work their way, continue to work their way down. Um, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm very, um, 
I want to say optimistic, right, Gary? I mean, you've got the gas prices are are seem to be coming down a little bit in check. Um, I don't know about the stock market. The stock market's a little all over the map, but let's hope that the interest rates stay there so that the affordability of um, housing in America is gonna is gonna remain obtainable. Well, I think I'm hopeful that it will. I mean, obviously, there's so many things that can go into this, but uh, I wasn't sure where these interest rates were going to go, Jim. No, I like, wasn't frankly. either. It was scary. And we were hearing things that they were going to go up over 8%. Yep. That was certainly um, something that was being talked about. Well, there was one economist that predicted that um, the interest rates by the end of this coming year may be as high as 10 and yeah, that was scary. All right, Gary, we got to take a break right here. Folks are tuned into the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. We're going to be right back and we're going to wrap this all up for you. Hey, welcome back to the final segment of the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronding, Gary Callagher here. Mr. Callagher, give out your digits one more time. Uh, up here in the Twin Ports, I'm at 218-390-0615. And you can reach me down here in Punta Gorda, Florida, 218-348-7653. And Gary, I, I, I have to rub this into you just a little bit. It's been consistently in the 80s for the last two weeks. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, let's talk, <laughs> let's, let's talk about the new restaurant going in up in Kenwood. Well, this isn't, I don't think it's an actual restaurant, but this is like a Jersey Mike's sub shop. And this is on the corner of Dodge Avenue and Kenwood Avenue. And, you know, we've talked about this a little bit before, Jim, when this was, uh, um, the uh, planning commission did not approve the plans for this. Right. Um, and, but the city council did, and they said, you know, said it fell within the zoning, uh, the scope of the zoning that's up in that area, which it did. But, um, you know, I, as we discuss this, it's like, my gosh, this just doesn't fit in this area. This is a, you know, this is right on the cusp of a, of a residential area. You know, when you go down Dodge Avenue, and and but that building is underway, and they it, that structure is going up, and uh, they're gonna, they're putting that Jersey Mike's in there, and so and I go by there quite a bit, so I I watched this thing you know go up, and earlier this week, Jim, I I went down there and I just drove down Dodge Avenue. And there's a house as you get in right from the corner. There used to be a single family home on the corner of Dodge and Kenwood. And they, they tore that down and cleared that lot. But there's another house right next door to this place. And I'm looking at this thinking to myself, man, if there's not some type of a privacy fence there, it looks, and I don't know how this is going to shake out, but it looks like the drive through is going to be oriented towards this house. And, and, I'm thinking to myself, I, there's no way I would want to own that house. I, there's just simply no way I would want to own that house. And if that's the case to where the people are going to be driving by this thing, I, I, I'm just, it's just something I, obviously I don't think is, is the right fit, but how, what this thing ultimately looks like, Jim, I don't know, but I still, I, I'll, I'll go down on record as saying, I do not think that this this should have been allowed to be put up there because you're too close to a, a residential area and the foot traffic, or not the foot traffic, but the car traffic that's going to be associated with this thing on this Dodge Avenue to me is just going to be 
above and beyond what is I think is reasonable for a residential area, and that's something that I think is is uh, uh, you know going to be detrimental to the um, you know the the quiet use and enjoyment of your property, especially these neighboring properties. And well, I, just, I, I would it. tell you this: we've got a we've got a, a, a chain coffee shop that's right on Highway Forty One, and and they don't have a very big depth away from the highway and you know their main business is drive through there have been accidents there you know where people are stopped on this highway because they're in line to turn um and i just went by there this you know earlier this morning and and it was i thought there was a car accident um everybody's changing lanes and i realized oh it's just the coffee shop you know, uh, and it, it's it's kind of a joke. Um, and and then the other thing that we have down here is, you know, the strip malls are kind of there are some that are making it, and there are some that aren't. And the ones that are making it, man, they're building new buildings inside these strip malls. You know, inside their parking realm, that are like unbelievable because there's no parking in those places for their tenants anymore. So I don't know. We'll see how this goes, but I I, I got to think it's going to cause traffic issues, and there's going to be a lot of people um, complaining about it. But well, right, Gary, the, we're, these... we're totally out of time. We got it. We got to okay. cut her off right there. So, folks, you've been tuned into the Twin Ports Real Estate Show for years. Thank you for listening, Mr. Callagher. We'll talk next week. Sounds good.